Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your host, Apostle Rosemary of RCN Ministries and OSGA Apostolic Network, along with my wonderful husband, Apostle Herbie. Today, I'm coming to you with a message. And the message for today, or the word for each and every one of you listening on today, is give God your all. This is the hour and this is the season that we need to awaken to the deeper things in God, that we need to realize that it's going to take everything that we have, everything that God has placed in us. It's time to arise in this hour and in this season, men and women of God all over the world, and come to the realization that we must give God our all. What moves man does not move God. Jesus is looking for those to give out of their poverty, to give out of their brokenness. Those that give the very thing that may seem minute, small, minor, or even meager to many. That's the very thing that God requires. God is looking for those that are pure in heart, those that love him, those that reverence him, those that seek his face and his will for their lives. So what moves man does not move God. No matter how small it may seem, no matter how small it may appear, God is looking for those who will give all that they have and honor him with their hearts and with their love. What man may consider a small thing, God sees as a sacrificial offering unto him. Let us look at the poor widow woman who gave out of her very poverty. She gave out of her lack. She gave out of her brokenness. She gave out of her love to honor Jesus. We look at Luke chapter 21, verse 1 through 9. And this, it begins to say, and it deals with the widow's gift. Verse one says, looking up, he saw the rich people putting their gifts into the treasury. Verse two says, and he saw a poor widow putting in two small copper coins. He said, truly, I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them proportionately. For they all put in gifts from their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had to live on. My God. Verse five says, as some were talking about the temple, that it was how it was decorated with the beautiful stones the consecrated offerings of the magnificent gifts of gold, which were displayed upon the walls and they hung in the porticos. He said in verse six, as for all these things, which you see, the time will come when there will not be one stone left on another that will not be torn down. Verse seven says, they asked him, teacher, 
When will these things happen? And what will be the sign when these things are about to happen? Verse 8, he said, be careful and see to it that you are not misled. For many will come in my name, appropriating for themselves the name Messiah, which belongs to me alone, (laughs) saying, I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. Verse 9 says, when you hear wars and disturbances, civil unrest, revolts, uprisings, do not panic, for these things must take place first, but the end will not come immediately. You see, we are in this time and we have entered into this season where there is much happening and we can look at verse 9 and we can reflect all around the world at the wars, the rumors of wars, the very civil unrest, the revolts, the uprising, and many are panicking. But we've got to learn that God has already made a way of escape for us. And that is to be grounded, to be planted, to be rooted in the Lord and to stand on his word, no matter what it may look like. You see, Jesus looked up and he saw the rich people putting gifts into the treasury. Jesus wasn't moved for those who gave out of their abundance. But when Jesus saw the poor widow woman put in her two copper coins, uh, the King James Version says she put in her two mites. Jesus was moved when he saw the poor widow woman give out of her poverty, give out of her brokenness, This same widow woman gave out of her lack because that's all she had to live on. My God. Jesus heard the people around him talking of the beautiful edifices and the temple. Jesus was not moved by the grandeur of the temple, nor the stones or the gifts of gold, which were on the walls. People of God do not be moved in this season. Do not be moved by what you see, by what you hear, but only be moved by the love flowing from the hearts of those that are full of the love, the agape love of Jesus Christ. Do not be deceived. Do not be moved. Do not get distracted. And don't worry if you don't have what everyone else has. As long as you have Jesus. You have more than enough. My God. Jesus, hearing the people, he addressed the people and he told them, these things will pass away. This building and no stone will be left of this very building with the gold and the beautiful edifices. All of this will pass away. But the word of God tells us that his word will remain when everything else is gone. Jesus addressed the people and he told them these very things will pass away. Jesus is telling them this to illuminate to them, to enlighten them that these things are all temporal 
and only his word is eternal and only his word will last forever for his word has no ending. Do not put your hopes in temporal things, temporal houses are made of stones, but let us seek after the eternal things of the kingdom, the eternal things of God. For the Lord is saying, when he's, when Jesus began to speak here, everything will pass away, but the word of God will stand. The people inquired of Jesus, teacher, when will these things happen? What will be the signs when these things are about to happen? And Jesus said, be careful that you are not misled. Stay alert, stay watchful in prayer, praying continually and seeking after the things of God. Don't be deceived at those who say they come in my name, using my name and saying I have sent them, nor do I know them. My God, my God, let us be mindful people, people of God. Let us look inwardly. Let us look for the love of God. Let us look and discern the spirits in operation. Do not miss God in this season. Do not miss God because you were deceived. Do not miss God because you're following behind the status quo. Do not miss God because man is trying to pimp and prostitute the gifts of God the talents of God and the anointing of God on the people of God. Do not miss God, my God. Jesus said, for I am alone, the Messiah, and my name belongs to me and me alone. Saying the time is near, do not be deceived. Do not follow these type of people. When you hear these things, fear not. The end will not come immediately. This is the time we must stand strong and lean not to our own understanding. We must not look through a natural lens, but we must look through the spiritual lens of heaven. If we allow ourselves to get distracted or deceived, we won't be able to hear nor see what is manifesting in the realm of the spirit. When we look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 through 7, and it reads, Now remember this, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows generously, those that are blessings that may come to others, will also reap generously and be blessed for their generosity. Let each one give thoughtfully, and with purpose, just as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver and delights in the one whose heart is in his gift. Listen, whatever you do for God, do it with the right heart. Do it with the heart of love and compassion. Do it so that God is pleased with you. Be cheerful about serving. Be cheerful about giving. Be cheerful 
in every walk of your life. Huh, my God, it's not always what you give, but in the heart that you give it in. The quality of what you give is more important than the quantity, the amount. So how did I come to the Lord? How did I bring a sacrificial praise? How did I bring a sacrificial offering? How did I come into his court? The widow, remember, the widow gave all she had. Uh, standing out to people isn't always standing out to God. Being noticed and recognized by man does not mean that you're recognized by God. We're going to look at a few translations, different translations of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 27 in our close. The New Living Translation says, Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. My God. In the ESV translation, it says, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. But God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. Huh. The King James translation says, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. My God. The New King James Version says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And our last translation is the Amplified. And it says, But God has selected for his purpose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, revealing their ignorance. And God has selected for his purpose the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong, revealing their frailty. I've come to you today to say, offer God your all. Make this personal and tell God, God, all that I have, all that I am, I give it all to you, God. I give you my all. I give you my heart, my mind, my soul. God, it all belongs to you. Give God your all. Give God your all. Why? Because what moves man does not move God. What God is doing in this season, people are running ahead. They are looking at the foolish things that God is using to confound the wise. They're looking at the people that they think are powerless, that they've counted out. And God says, I'm going to put to shame the powerful. Huh. They're looking at those that appear to be weak. And God says, I'm going to put to shame those who appear to be strong. They're looking at those that God is saying, you know what? I'm looking at the weak things of the world, but I'm going to confound the mighty things in the world. 
The Lord is saying in this season, the very weak things are going to succumb and overcome the mighty things of the world. Every trial, every tribulation, every attack, everything that you've gone through, your season of lack, your season of not understanding, your season of mind battles, your season of sickness, your season of loss, your season of lack. God says, I'm confounding the wise in this season. God is revealing the very frailty How? He's using the very thing that he's going to put the wise to shame with is revealing their very ignorance that we're seeing all over the world. And God is saying, I'm going to do it. Why? For his purpose. The weak things of the world will shame the things which appear to be strong, revealing their very frailty. And this is already manifesting. May God bless you and may God keep you this morning. And we pray that this message, give God your all, blesses you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we love you. God bless you and follow us on our podcast, on all of our platforms, our YouTube channels, and just take out time And read the word, meditate on the word, but let's not forget the application, applying the word of God in your everyday life. God bless you. God keep you until next Wednesday. We love you. Have a great rest of your day and God bless.